be as specific as possible, give them the content to that exact pain point, and then be able to give the resources to help your champion to be able to sell your product internally, right? And then the more you arm that person and you have someone, if you have someone inside a company selling your company equally as good as you can sell your company, you're going to be in a really good position. And you have to create that that rally in there. So if you get three or four people being like, hey, we need this. Hey, hey, what's going on? We got an executive sponsor that wants us. We have a champion that's going to use this, right? There's a lot of convincing to do. Hey, everybody, George Soto here, and you're tuning into Demo Diaries. Uh, today, I'm joined by Joe Cretone, who's VP of Sales at Enable. Joe, how are you? Very good. How are you, Hor? I am doing absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much for uh, for taking the time. And, you know, I know it's uh, it's early in the morning and, you know, and uh, you probably got a lot of stuff going on. So very much appreciate your time. No problem. Best time to talk is in the morning with me. Awesome. Uh, why don't you take a quick second to uh, tell us a little bit about your career background and how'd you get into sales leadership? Sure. Um, so my background, I've been doing software sales for a little over 10 years now. Uh, it's actually funny to say that out loud, but I got into sales originally via the EMC internship. So if you're from the Boston area, a lot of uh, students during college would get an internship over at EMC. I so happened to get uh, an internship and was moved over to the security division of EMC, which was RSA. And from there, I was offered a job internally and uh, spent my first few years um, you know, working for them. And how I got into more of startups was uh, my director at the time, um, who was part of the kind of big tech company in the 90s, mergers and acquisitions, right? And um, the Oracles and the EMCs of the world, he saw a opportunity with the startups, you know, in the kind of 2010 era, 2012 era, and mentioned, hey, I've been a part of buying companies like this. You really should go check out this startup scene per se and uh, try and get in at the ground level. Um, there's some really good guys that are, are leading these companies. You can learn a lot and it's always good to get out in a company, you know, at the ground level and grow with them, right? You know, via equity, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. And so uh, I made that transition. And then from there, you know, I, I went through, you know, a few different companies um, that were either VC backed or run by leaders that I worked with prior. Um, and I've been part of companies that were, you know, a few tens of thousands like RSA, then shifted down to like that thousand kind of more later stage startup. And I, I kept going down tier uh, to, you know, eventually startups that were 20 people that grew to a thousand. And, and then um, my main transition to enable today was uh, taking on the, um, the sales leadership role to grow the team and, you know, the go-to-market strategy and ultimately grow the commercial side of the business. So uh, slowly but surely uh, made my way over to, uh, to leadership. Awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about product-led growth and the impact that it's had on sales motions today. I think that historically people have looked at product-led growth as like, oh, the freemium motion or the $10 a month tier or the free trial, but it's really evolved. What's your perspective on how product-led growth is impacting today's uh, B2B sales motion and particularly like mid-market and enterprise? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So I think 
from my experience, a, a lot of uh, VCs um, particularly like to get behind companies that are kind of, you know, SMB market, right? Because the there's a lot more smaller business um, and it's, it's more scalable, right? And you can typically create packages that are the freemium accounts. So you can go to those directors of ITs or, or VPs of sales and say like, hey, just try it out and see if your team likes it. And ultimately... Um, if enough people on the team, you know, say, Hey, this is a cool product. Let's get it. You know, it's a few dollars per user and naturally that scales up with licensing and it, and it becomes part of the operational cost. Right. Um, the issue with that is the next freemium account comes. Right. And so again, from an investor VC standpoint, it makes sense, right? Like let's scale this and, and get as many users as possible. And, and for a sales guy, it's great because it's highly transactional. You can make some great commissions. It's, it's fun. As you start to shift to more mid uh, market and large and enterprise, you know they they are looking at uh, a few different things. One is oh, their leadership is thinking three to five years down the road, mm-hmm. right? They're thinking market share, they're thinking profit, they're thinking margin, right? And there's typically positions in place to procure these products, and so for an individual selling into that. Uh, market or markets, they really need to have a product that is going to, you know, almost get rid of three or four pieces of software that exist today uh, and or create some sort of efficiency um, or some sort of competitive advantage, right? And again, it's it needs to be for the next three to four years, right? And so you're, you're going to start to see companies do that and there's already plenty. Um, so again, going back to to my point, the decision process is much more strategic. Um, people have a lot more experience now buying this. I mean, we've been doing this for 15, pushing 20 years now, right? And so we all know, hey, this is just a fun little feature dump versus if we adopt this, this is going to significantly change our business, right? And so if you're on that, that latter part of the comment, you will see, again, the buying process being much more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, I guess, you know, layman's terms hard, right? And they're, they're going to put you through the ringer, right? And they're going to really see, hey, is this actually going to change? And they're going to want to see values and they're going to want to see stats. And they're going to be like, how is this going to change my business? Um, that would be how I would look at it to sum it up. Yeah. And to your point, you know, they're, they're, I've heard this quite a bit on the show and it's been, you know, buyers, we, we we've been, through the ringer for years, we've bought in solutions or per- bought in, is that a word? Purchase solutions. <laughs> I think I made that one up, bought in. It's okay. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, we, we've we've made purchases that have backfired on us in the past and, and we, we're not gonna go down that route anymore. We're really gonna put vendors through the ringer, as you mentioned. So that, that really definitely resonates. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about great demos, like from your perspective, you know, being a sales leader, what does a great demo look like? And how do you empower your reps to do these great demos and not off, go off on the rails and, you know, and, and, or, and do their own thing, or maybe give them a framework so that, that if they do go on, on their own sort of path and, and, you know, kind of make it their own, they are staying within the best practices. Sure. So, I mean, there's, there's a few ways to look at it and it depends on the, on the type of, of sales team model that you have built out. But I think uh, one, 
it really is down even before you get to the demo if you have a bdr team right and or if it's just you have account executives that are you know just selling them themselves kind of full cycle sales it really is their job to do the research on the company understand that that company's initiative especially from leadership or maybe a um you know division leader like a vp of sales or you know a, a vp of tech what are they trying to accomplish and is your tool going to be or your solution going to be the answer to their issues on top of will it take them into the next journey and from there after going through you know that that type of of research and, and really understanding because i mean I'm, I'm just going to pause my comment i have evaluated companies myself and i've purchased software where i've looked at it and you know some of them are, are pretty well known here in in boston and i'm like yeah absolutely everybody uses them i must need them too and then i get in there and i'm like wow this actually this this product was actually too big for my company today. I actually should be buying this two years from now. Now I'm not going to blame this company, but uh, a good sales rep and a good evaluator who <laughs> leads sales should have identified. You know what? This was too big of a product for today. Yes, I know I'm going to have these problems. Um, I know one day I will use this. Let me just buy it now. And sometimes that's not always the answer. So again, there's a lot of research to see. Like, is this the right fit? today do they need this solution today and for them to move forward um, is this is this the move to make then as we shift over to demos and content the bigger the company the the more hands in the cookie jar right you may have someone who's a champion who loves your product totally understands um, what you're trying to achieve and the solutions you're bringing. And you may actually even hit those marks of here are three pain points. You are nailing all three, like this is going to be a home run. There's a few pieces that you're going to have to keep in mind. Eventually tech is most likely going to be involved some way, somehow. And let's move security aside and, and, you know, legal aside, but your actual IT team that is going to be implementing it. They're not sitting around uh, just waiting for someone to give them a project, right? They have multiple people giving a project. So you have to be able to convey not only to your um, champion, uh, but also give them the information to say, hey, you know, this is the solution. This is how they're doing it. So IT can say, oh, wow, this is actually is a, this, this needs to become a priority because naturally, uh, IT or, or an internal team member may say, oh, hey, XYZ product, it does X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. Um, well, we already have that. We, we use this software over here. And they may be completely wrong. Again, they're in the business of saying no, right? And so again, arming your champions to be able to share and pitch internally is huge, right? So not only giving them you know, uh, resources in the in the form of other clients, right, or actual statistics uh, or any type of value prop, but then you have to be able to give them the product, right? They need to be able to see it. They need to be able to play with it. Um, and it needs to be tailored to them, right? I very much have worked in the, the financial sector and worked with one bank and have used a, a similar demo in my previous career. And that demo didn't really apply to them, even though it was banking, right? They were like, hey, we're actually looking at a different part of the business. So this is, you know, mortgages. And what we're looking at over here is customer service. So we have to become even more and more tailored to 
you know, that specific use case. And then of course you can talk about, hey, this can expand and go into these different areas, right? But again, you wanna just be as specific as possible, give them the content to that exact pain point, and then be able to give the resources to help your champion to be able to sell your product internally, right? And then the more you arm that person and you have someone, if you have someone inside a company selling your company equally as good as you can sell your company, you're going to be in a really good position. And you have to create that that rally in there. So if you get three or four people being like, hey, we need this. Hey, hey, what's going on? We got an executive sponsor that wants us. We have a champion that's going to use this, right? There's a lot of convincing to do. Um, and there's different pieces of content that you need to give to those individuals because they are all looking at the same problem and what their job is to solve that problem, right? And again, it's a team effort. So you have to be able to address the team. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, in terms of the reason why you selected, for example, I don't want to make this a sales pitch for reprise, but I did think it was pretty interesting, the enterprise use case that uh, you had for the technology. I think that folks out there uh, would benefit from hearing that strategy. Why don't you unpack that a little bit? Why was it that you decided to to get reprise and what were you trying to solve there and, and what is that use case sure so uh, i i might have mentioned um you know going after the financial sector my previous career I'm, I'm actually going after the financial sector again right so i i deal mainly with the fortune 500 fortune 1000 organizations right and my platform provides uh, insight via AI for leadership and the individual contributed to see their work patterns and identify gaps and, and ultimately help them to become more efficient and more productive, right? There's a lot of organizational drag within, um, within these large uh, enterprise companies. So by leveraging their internal data, we can pull insights and give it to everybody on the team. And then there's built-in recommendations to help them, you know, um, work better, you know, uh, and everything there. So, you know, not to give myself a little, uh, shtick in there, but, um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> the point is, is that with enterprise, even within one company, right. I will look at one department, let's say a division of 11,000 people, that president of that division has one, two, three problems that they're trying to solve. Naturally the C levels, have a overall arching story that they're trying to achieve, right? And typically, you know, uh, profit margins, competitiveness, right? Like they're, they're trying to get more market share. Those are kind of the high level and how they get there. But then you drop into these presidents that run these divisions and they have more specific problems. And so for us with AI um, and, and their own data, it's a very general story. Hey, we can help you with X, Y, and Z. And so for a C-level, they're like, yes, thank you. I totally get that. But when I start dealing with the president of a division, he or she may say, well, I'm dealing with this, 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 and this, and this applies to mine. So I've had to create on my own demos that are tailored to them. Now, the big issue with that was we have demo environments, we have staging environments, but I have to always go back to my tech team and constantly uh you know, ask them to change, right? Things, right? Can you push this? Can you make this look like that? So I have to go to my head of UX, uh, UI design. So he, he changes the front end code. Then the tech team has to go and change the back end code. I deal with AI. So I have a whole data science team, right? And there's data in there. I have to anonymize this data so people don't know who's what and I can edit it, but it makes the product real. I started to do the math on, you know, 
okay, what do we pay these guys a year? What do we pay those guys a year? What do I pay this guy a year? Okay, let's break that down per hour. Okay, so every time I stop them from working on the actual product for the product roadmap, right? Because we actually just launched V3 at our company. Every time I pulled them off, I'm burning a few thousand dollars an hour, right? And that's just for one client, you know, one prospect. And then even with that one prospect, that president may say, hey, talk to this president. So I got to redo a demo, same company, but a different division. You know, this guy runs 20,000 people over in, you know, customer service. And so that, that constant back and forth while you're trying to update a, a company, you know, I've even had to shift over and use sketch files, right? Because we're in a, a major sprint. I, you know, we're, we're a startup, you know, resources are always, you know, uh, a focal point for us. And, and for me to pull my top guys off, um, you know, it, it, it one slows down the growth of the company and the growth of the product, but also I'm burning money to get me a quick demo, but then I can't share it with them, right? Because it's, it's within our environment and, you know, you have to give them passcodes and then I have to talk to the, the team to, hey, can you change the passcode? Hey, this, this thing's not working. And so when Reprise uh, approached me and I saw the functionality, that completely got rid of that type of um, uh, resource uh, extraction that I was doing, right? I, I can now stop, look at one staging environment that's updated product. I can screenshot, you know, the, the, the front end code there, and then I can do what I need to do. And then I can repurpose that for my team. And then more importantly, I can share with the client back to my first point, you want to be able to give the tools and the resources for your internal champion to be like, Hey, check this out. Right. And you can give them a video to guide them through. And now they get to play with it and, and feel it and see it. And they get to see their names. Right. So it starts to become personal to them. They start to see their departments and, you know, it starts to act like they already have the product. Right. And so they're emotionally tied to it and now they want it more than ever. Right. Awesome. So, um, you know, that's, that's a huge piece. That was a game changer for us. Awesome. Yeah. I was chatting with someone and the way I described it was, uh, it's the closest thing to having the real thing. Right. And, um, well, awesome. Well, Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Very much appreciate it. I know you're at a startup and you're super busy. So uh, we definitely value your time. If folks want to, let's say, learn more about Enable or maybe there are career opportunities there on your team or maybe follow you on social media, learn more uh, from your content, what are the best social handles or uh, URLs to reach you? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely check out our company website. It's enable.io, E-N-A-I-B-L-E.io. You can kind of see what we're up to. Um, as for me, um, you know, check me out, Joseph Cretone. I think it's Joseph Cretone. It might be Joe Cretone, but it's C-R-O-T-O-N-E on LinkedIn. I'm always posting stuff. I'm always, um, you know, kind of staying up um, with all of my social media there per se. And uh, I'm happy to chat uh, with anyone. Awesome. And uh, we'll go ahead and put it, the link to your LinkedIn here in the uh, post. So uh, awesome. YouTube video so people could go and check you out. Awesome, man. I really appreciate the time today. Well, thank you so much and uh, have a great day. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Cool. Awesome, dude. Sweet. Perfect. Um, yeah. And that was about, uh, was about 20 or a little over, yeah, about 30 minutes, actually, we went a little longer. So I hope that's okay. with you. But um, thank you so much. Yeah, in terms of next steps, I'm going to put this into the post-production queue. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. And, and, um, and then I'll send it over when, you know, we'll share it on social and when it's ready and may hopefully like get you some, uh, maybe some candidates or. Yeah, no, or always. Yeah, no, there's, um, you guys got a good crew over there. I'm, I'm super excited to help. And, uh, you know, you guys let me know. And I know, um, I think I actually just passed our uh, V3 over to your team. So I'm going to be start leveraging, um, you know, reprise and I'm super pumped and I'm, I'm glad to, uh, glad to help out. And if you need anything else, if you need me to, if you need a pinch hitter, uh, for your podcast, let me know, man. I'll talk about anything with you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah, man. I, I think I, I don't know if we're connected on social, but I'll add you right now. If not, yeah, man, definitely. Cool. Well, have a sure. great morning. Thank you. All right. See you later, man. Bye. Bye.